Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Bill Bishop, CIO at Colquitt Regional Medical Center. In this segment, Bishop talks about the strategy his team is using to move toward an integrated system, the most important lesson they learned in rolling out Meditech 6.1 in the hospital, and the challenges they face in remaining independent. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at improvata.com. So I think the best place to start is with some information about Colquitt Regional. Um, what do you have in terms of uh, bed size and then some of the other uh, ambulatory offerings that are part of the organization? Okay, we're, uh, we're a 99-bed facility. We have all, all private rooms. We have roughly uh, 70 physicians, 20 specialties. We've done a lot of expansions at our hospital over the past couple of years. We've added a new emergency department, new intensive care unit, new surgery um, department, recreated a new centralized main entrance. We just also created a radiology department expansion. We are opening up a new oncology department in February. We have recently I uh, had a Georgia South, uh, it's called Georgia South, it's a family medicine residency program here for both MD and DO. And we also are anticipating a medical school to be in, in Moultrie, loosely affiliated with us sometime in 2018-2019. Um, we're uh, we're joint, uh, joint Commission accredited. One of the things we like to brag about is we've um, received a LeapFrog hospital safety score of A for um, seven consecutive times. And we're also a Joint Commission certified total hip and knee replacement hospital. We're one of the only, um, only ones in our region to have that affiliation. Okay. Okay, so a lot going on. And, and you're located, obviously, in, in Georgia. What, what area of the state? We're in, um, in South Georgia. We're about an hour from Tallahassee, about 45 minutes from Valdosta, and roughly 45 minutes from Albany. Okay. So fairly, fairly a rural population? We are 100% a rural hospital. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And are you uh, you're independent, or do you have any affiliations with other uh, hospitals or health systems? We are completely independent. Okay. And now, as far as your EHR, you have Meditech, but you've recently gone from Magic to the, the 6.1 platform? Mm-hmm. For the, um, for the inpatient side, we went August, um, a year and a half ago, we went from Meditech Magic to the Meditech 6.1 platform. I think it was August of two, 2016. Okay. And then um, what about uh, outpatient? Our ambulatory clinics are a hodgepodge right now. We, we have multiple EMRs, but we have recently committed also to bring all of our um, ambulatory clinics onto the Meditech web ambulatory product, and that process, contracts have been signed. That process actually begins uh, next week with our first visit from Meditech to start uh, building and bringing our, our practices on um, one at a time. Okay. Okay, so obviously that's going to be a, a big undertaking. And can you talk about uh, what some of the, the strategy has been like there, just, just as far as, uh, you know, trying to um, get the physicians involved and, and get them engaged in the process? We have a very unique uh, problem here with, 
with our physicians that they're, they're engaged. You don't really have to do, do a lot to get them engaged. They're really interested in using the technology to the best of their abilities. And like for the web ambulatory product, pretty much every physician was on board because of the integration between the inpatient side and the, and the physician practice, which is something that we, we truly lack right now. Right. We have really had no problem getting physician buy-in on either one of these projects, which is a very unique, uh, a unique problem I've never, I've never had anywhere I've been before. Yeah. Now, that might come with its own challenges. Is that something where you have to make sure that you have the right governance process to make it easier to deal with, with so much engagement? We, we do. We have what's called a PAC committee, it's a physician advisory committee that kind of um, leads these processes. There's roughly five physicians that run it as needed. It's kind of an ad hoc meeting, an ad hoc group, but as we ramp up with projects, they will push the projects from, from a physician standpoint, and they'll also get the people engaged that need to be engaged in certain times of the project. It's been, it's been very effective, and the people that are um, run that committee really embrace the technology and try to use it. They, they understand that we have to use the technology. It's not going away. So they really push and embrace the um, fine-tuning of the systems to make it work for them. Great. Okay. And you said that the plan is to, to go with one practice at a time. What is the strategy there? Is it making it easiest on the resources or being able to take any lessons learned from one rollout to the next one? Well, it's kind of a, it's a little bit of both. We have 19, 19 different um, practices. Mm-hmm. And we have a fairly small IT department. Um, it's about 20 people all together right. um, supporting the inpatient and the ambulatory side. So to try to support um, a go-live in yeah. 17, it's 19 practices in 17 different locations is virtually impossible. So we're, we're taking some of the practices that have, that have opportunities to improve in their electronic documentation yeah. over some others, um, and we're taking, taking them first, and then right. we will take lessons learned from each practice and move forward. But I said one practice at a time. It's, it's going to be one and then a couple practices and then a couple more um, every, yeah. every month. So it, it's just a process to, to move, move through and get live efficiently with the resources that we have. Right. As far as uh, point one the implementation in inpatient. Was there anything that stuck out to you as far as that process as something that, that was a, a challenge that, that needed to be overcome or anything that wasn't necessarily uh, anticipated? Oh, with any implementation, there's always going to be, be problems. Ours of went course. fairly smooth. One thing that we kind of failed to do a really good job of is I talked about the physician advisory committee Mm-hmm. One thing that we really could have done is added a nursing um, advisory committee to kind of do the same things to get more feedback um, from nursing and, and right. you know, the people that use it on a daily basis. I think something we really could have done better was engage, engage nursing um, more. But right. as Meditech and our consultant told us that we engage nursing more than anybody else that they had seen, but... I still feel like it's a place that we really could have uh, we could have done more and maybe gotten a little better results. Right. So then, as you kind of moved forward from that phase into into optimization, is it a plan to try to do that to you know engage nursing a little more? 
we we already we've already done that and do that. So right after Go Live, we started that nursing advisory committee, and we fine tuned we fine tuned the, the nursing documentation to the best the best of our ability. We we decreased some of the multiple clicks and some of the items that just really had no purpose um, no purpose no use. They were never used. We went through and fine tuned all that, um, and and now they meet regularly and if they have things that we need to change they'll bring it to us we'll look at it uh, make sure that it's not a quality measure or something that that's useful and then we'll, we'll make those changes too right so it's it's that that balance of um wanting to make sure that the users are satisfied but not wanting to to make too many changes if it's not needed yeah there was a lot of things in magic that had been i guess we'll we'll call them patches, but I mean, there's been, in 15 years, there's been many requirements that had come and gone, and some people, I mean, when you ask why they used that, they didn't know they were, they just used it. So we we really tried to, after Go Live, we should have done it before Go Live, but after Go Live, we really tried to drill down on if this data was used, and if it's not, we got rid of it. Right. Okay. So with the move to a web-based platform, so really the goal was, was what's happening right now to, to get that the uh, hospital and practices on Meditech, which uh, you know, obviously is a big undertaking, but it is something that is necessary for the future of the organization. Correct. I've been here about four years, and that was one of the first things that um, I identified that you know, we have Meditech Magic is a very effective system, and it worked fine, but we were losing... Um, a lot of the younger doctors that we were recruiting really didn't care for the old non-point-and-click system. We were getting a lot of yeah. nurses that really that really didn't care for the, the non-point-and-click system. So it was kind of a strategic decision regarding recruitment um, yeah. as as well as a strategic decision to bring practices in, in the hospital into one setting so that we can see that, that the patient has been to the hospital um, just right there in front of us because we are a rural community hospital. Many of our physicians in town are employed by the hospital. So the, the integration would far outweigh any, any problems that we, we would create with bringing this together. The, the physicians are very excited to be able to see when their patients have been to the hospital or vice versa, what, what clinics they've been to, what medicines they've gotten. It's a really neat concept that we're really excited to, to hit. Right, sure. It, speaks to the priorities of, of so many organizations now of uh, being able to, to get that, that whole picture of the patient. So now as far as, well, obviously you have the practices and, and getting all of those live, but what are some of the other um, pressing uh, priorities for your team right now? We purchased the oncology module as well. We previously had physicians from another hospital that would come and and do oncology um, here. Well, we've we've employed um, oncologists. We are building a new oncology department, and as part of that, we um, bought the Meditech Oncology um, product, and we're really heads down um, building that as, as well right now. Um, we're also adding a nuance dictation to our PACs, um, our PACs and radiology, which is is scheduled to start next week as well. Um, web Amatory is a very high priority. We're we're just real busy right now with optimization and constant changing of the system and these and these projects that we we have going on. Right, right. And 
it, it seems like a lot of the, the, the work that's being done, you talked about the, the expansion of the system, but really making sure that that call quit is strong, independent organization, which I'm sure is getting to be more challenging. <laughs> yes, it is hard to stay independent in this day and age, but we are a, we are a very thriving hospital with a community that really supports our hospital, um, which makes, it makes everything about being here at the hospital easy, physicians friendly. Um, it's a really neat community environment that's different from anywhere I've ever worked before. Right. And now, now being rural, do you do uh, telemedicine or, or things like that, or are there, are there plans to do so? We, have, we do not do telemedicine right now. Um, we have, we've looked at a little bit of it. Our, our school system actually does some telemedicine that we, we help implement with the insurance company. We, we don't really do anything with telemedicine currently. Right. Well, that, that's, that's something that we're starting to see more, though, in the mm-hmm. other areas, too, is, is the school systems, which does certainly make sense. Yeah. And now, in terms of the patients and um, engagement, what is your strategy there as far as really, uh, you know, being able to to communicate with the patients and and uh, meet the changing preferences patients seem to have with communicating with the health providers? Well, that's a loaded question, especially um, <laughs> a lot of our patients, as with any hospital, are older patients. They right. They really don't want to be communicated with the way that we try to these days. We have a portal that we send stuff out to. It's well used, but it tends to kind of group with with the age group of the patient. So the strategy is kind of tough. We push getting your results and stuff through the portal. You have 30% of the population that will do it. The other 30% want that phone call and want to talk about it. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.